0: Hello, and welcome to another exciting episode of the Alchemist Club. I'm Joe, your host and dungeon master. Joining me here today, we have
1: Daniel playing Ched Fleet.
2: Dale playing Desmond. I'm Zach and I play Fall Rock. I'm Madden and I play i
0: Papa playing Tarjax. Alright, let me see if we have any fan mail. I think we do. Oh, please. I suspect we
3: do. Damn, the, the presses are hot this week, or yeah. I guess this month keep it up good work yeah keep writing
0: letters even if it is the same person over and over
3: even if it's just one oh, of so- you screaming into the void <laughs> is it patches again I uh, google is taking God, a long know. time to uh, load up
0: here so we're going to find out in a second when it decides to cooperate
1: jolly cooperation
0: we do have another letter from patches
1: yes oh boy. here we oh, go oh boy. yes <laughs> have you read it yet joe
0: Nope, I am this is coming to We you can, can all fresh experience this together then. And live. The subject line of this email is hashtag #disappointed.
3: Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
0: Uh-huh. uh letter reads Patches here. I had to pause the episode I'm on just so I could write in. That's episode 87 of uh, Relaxing and Touring Constantinople. Just finished selling out sapphires for 25,000 gold, and Terajax clearly frustrated his team, stated nobody knows how to haggle. Boy, that's that's relevant.
3: Yeah. Uh,
0: I agree. Him included. Ouch. <laughs> oh, no. ah, damn. Money isn't the only thing you could have asked for, and there's a, a list here. Uh, Terajax, personal ornithopter. Ched, some animals from the zoo. Falrock, massive supply of scrap metal so you could keep Rusty on the tree. Desmond, portable fortress, Leyland, a seat on the console, I can tell he clearly had a lot to say to them. For shame. I'm almost in the nineties now. One of these days I'm going to be caught up.
3: So there's Well, Hatches, you'll be pleased to know that we haven't gotten any better at planning or haggling or really anything. Yeah, re-listen to the, sure last, the very last
4: episode to, you
3: know, <laughs> yeah, get a reminder. <laughs> we're, we're still on our bullshit. Mm-hmm. God, early '90s though. Um, that's uh that's getting into the fun arc. hmm That's uh oh, well, they're all glory fun arcs, stuff, but, right? You no, know. no. Uh, late '80s.
0: Still in, it sounds I'm like the end of
3: Hops.
0: yeah. It's either the end. I think it's the end of the Hopsonopolis arc. So next would be. No, you might be right. I think it is Lori
3: After yeah, that. I think it's. Which uh, is yeah, cause, because cause we stopped at the. Uh, um, I, I was gonna stop myself for spoilers, but by the time patches gets this, it'll have long since <laughs> expired. Um, we we go to the <laughs> vault. Yeah. And so, then after that, I think we're like, ah, fuck it, let's do Lori. and then, that was great.
2: Yeah, we finally felt ready to help out Maravaggio. <laughs> yeah. So that's. Finally the, felt badass. So.
0: We end the Hopsonopolis arc and start the Planar Bullcrap arc. Yeah.
3: That's uh-huh. when we
4: start the avoiding all of our actual problems arcs.
3: Right. Yeah. We just, yeah. Like, just like, you know what? Let's not for a while. Let's take a. It's a little bit like a beach episode, but there's a dungeon involved. Several
0: dungeons. <laughs> and other planes <laughs> of existence.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a spider kind of um yeah i would have loved an ornithopter i just feel like it wasn't really in the cards that's true the- yeah and- there, were, there
2: was a lot of uh, red tape on us getting anything other than money out of and I, don't, I
3: don't think they would part with their animals because they probably can't replace those very easily mm-hmm. yeah. um i i don't think portable fortresses exist in this universe and why would
1: i want to take them
3: so you could, I don't know, right, transform and... Yeah. You only have I'll to have see it once, right? Yeah. yeah.
1: No, you're right. Study them.
3: We could study and train and create a flying circus.
1: Get it? Yes. Everybody yep. gets it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, actually, can you explain it to me? No. No. <laughs>
0: and you're correct. Portable fortresses
1: do
3: not exist in this universe.
2: Yeah, I feel like we've confirmed that multiple times now.
3: <laughs> Was there... I could have sworn there was one in the shops here in... uh... No, I know better. That was a (laughs) a portable hole. Yeah, Yeah, I know, you're right.
0: Because if I had dangled a portable fortress in front of Christopher, he would have found a way to get it.
3: Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And then he would have found a way to get Animate Object. Uh Uh-huh. Not (laughs) happening.
0: Absolutely not.
3: (sighs) Nah, Animate Object (sighs) is best cast on, like, a ballista. Animate objects is
0: best cast on a cutlery drawer.
3: Yeah. Um. A ooh, a handful of adamantine sewing
1: needles. There you go. That's it. That part- be resistant. At- what? Adamantine? Isn't that? Wouldn't that be resistant?
3: I don't. Mm, I, I do you totally can put magic on it because there's like probably enchanted adamantine stuff in the dwarf lands. That's an interesting question. I guess we'll find out someday when uh, one of the church members drops a pile of adamantine needles and goes ANIMATE OBJECT! And, I'm like, oh. um, and then I am fatally perforated. Again.
0: Uh, if only you had some adamantine handy to test that on.
3: Yeah. Anyhow.
0: So that's that was our fan letter. There wasn't actually a question in there. That was just Patches, I think the question
3: is implicit, and it's when are you going to get your act together? And the answer, Patches, is never.
0: Yeah, (laughs) we're never going to get our act together. We are approximately 40 episodes ahead of you now, and the answer is not yet.
4: When we we do get our act together, that will be the end of the podcast. Yeah, Yeah,
2: seriously,
3: it'll cease to be the Alchemist Club.
0: (laughs) We will transcend into something (laughs) new and
1: glorious. Yeah. We'll you have pouches. done this so long that we're due for a rebranding.
3: <laughs> and uh, they are making steady progress. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, looking, looking forward to uh, to when these letters start. Uh, yeah, reflecting when, when we finally answers. start finding
2: the re- the letters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh
3: huh. Good oh, on them for so having good. the confidence to like continually throw these into the wind, despite like not getting any feedback on them or anything. Like. <laughs> Yeah, not well, I mean by
2: by the mid '90s, it's pretty clear that like we respond to what letters yeah, we got. Okay,
3: that's fair, true. Yeah.
4: They they do know fan mail is answered. Yeah. So
3: yeah. it does exist. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. All right.
0: So there's our letter. Who wants to do a recap of what happened last time?
3: She oh, we we sold shopped. We shopped. We shopped and shopped. The last and of them finally. And we also ate a pizza. hmm Did eat a pizza at Stonies.
2: <laughs> uh we spent a whole lot of time uh trying to figure out how to make a magic battery without having the word battery. Yeah. Um we <laughs> we've got the theory behind it. Now we just need the funds to sponsor the uh work on it. Yeah. Um but you know that that's good progress by our standards.
3: <laughs> Honestly, it's excellent progress compared to what we're used to doing.
2: Yeah, in a single episode. We, we, we did that very well. Um, so yeah, we, we had pizza, and now we've been officially invited to uh, meet with the people in charge. So
5: How, how, much, how many days is it going to take for Fall Rock's Hammer to be done?
0: Uh, I believe it was two
3: days.
5: Yeah, because it's the same for my cr- crossbow. Okay. My siege
3: crossbow. I put on my dancing shoes, by which I mean I put on my formal clothing.
4: <laughs> what what I, I remind everyone to not drink the tea
3: don't drink the tea um <coughs> i um i pull out a, from my pocket a little tin and i open it up and it's got um Teleferous brand beeswax and i use some of that to slick back my hair <laughs> brand beeswax.
0: <laughs> but here's the best part is the bees do their own branding
3: yeah 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 no it's like um I didn't buy this. It just showed up in my room one day, and I'm like, oh, neat. Yeah. Um, um,
0: Okay. Is anybody else going to make any quote-unquote preparations for the (laughs) meeting?
2: Uh, No, not really. I I double-checked that my my beard is all braided properly, which is... I I haven't not let it go into disrepair this early, so...
3: As we are, uh, as everybody's getting ready, I'm reviewing the PowerPoint presentation I have saved on the Memno fluid bottle.
0: What is the PowerPoint I, uh... presentation for? Um, I guess that's it's... never mind. We're gonna get to that. <laughs> we'll we'll experience that together too. <laughs> I, I just
3: tell it's Basil an idea. Nice tool I... for later. <laughs>
4: tell basil and ivy i know you're used to us like leaving and you know who knows if we'll come back or not and get killed or not or whatever but last time we had a, a you know a nice chat with the a, a meal with the dwarf it didn't end too well so geez not all
2: dwarves
4: you have are made of adamantine
2: you, you haven't you haven't had a nice meal with me since. That's that's a little. Well,
3: okay, a dwarf, under, <laughs> a dwarf I was there mediating. Then, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> a dwarf of high social standing. Let's, exactly. Let's, yeah. Exactly. Right, that's fair. You're I have right, a little bit more faith because you know? I I am related to them, but you know it, it's good to have that. Uh,
3: yeah. That out there All right. just in
2: case. So, so um,
3: each of us only gets to sample one of the provided dishes. <laughs> <laughs> Ched, you're you're on first course. I'll cover the tea. Desmond's on second course. Follow you up dessert. <laughs> okay, Desmond gets soup. Okay, Desmond's on the soup. Um and away we go.
0: And away you go. Uh you are guided through the various halls and caverns of Dying Gaia. It's very elaborate carved work stone sort of uh, dwarvish kingdom at the height of its power sort of vibes like the mountain home, but with the Donk Hill flair as opposed to, you know, the ageless, timeless dwarvish nature of the mountain home. You are brought through a series of government caves and buildings until you reach the office of the Duke.
3: Uh-huh.
0: And you are shown in, and there is a, a well groomed dwarf, his beard kind of shot through with gray. He's wearing a simple circlet made of onyx uh around his temple. It is Farrock, you know instinctively this is the it's not the original sort of onyx circlet that was revoked by agents of the king this is a new one a fresh one and a strong statement as to how the duke of onyx regards the the
3: exile of his clan Mm -hmm. they were all of them deceived. for another (laughs) crown was made if
5: the if the dwarven kingdoms normally wear the american flag like pin what is this one it's the equivalent
0: i this is a reference that is lost on me
5: Every politician wears an American flag pin on their lapel.
0: Really? Yes. I did not you know not that.
5: that. No. Oh, okay. Well, they almost always do. So I was like, what is the equivalent?
0: <laughs> um, I guess what gemstones are present in your jewelry? Canada? Can it be Canada? It's not Canada.
3: No, you're saying because in this very strained metaphor um, the Donkills have been exiled from America, so... Yeah. Oh, Texas. oh, is it flag. Texas? Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it, would, it would
0: be the Texas <laughs> flag, functionally. Okay. I'm, I'm on board with the metaphor now. I get where we're going.
3: <laughs> Alright, we go up to the king, and we all give a very respectful yeehaw. It's not the king, he's the duke. <laughs> no, please, no. <laughs> um...
0: He is seated behind a desk where he is reviewing several. He's got a thick stack of metal sheets, um, with their standard the now standard engraving that you're used to yes. in place of paperwork. But that was the weirdest thing was getting your receipt from the pizza place, and it's just like a and little clunk. <laughs> it's like <laughs> dog tags, but yeah. Um, he is, there's a, uh, a picture at his desk of himself and presumably his wife and children. It looks, you know, he looks kind of like a, a cross between a bureaucrat and your stereotypical fantasy dwarf. Um, And he looks up and says, welcome. Welcome to my office. I'm the Duke of Onyx, Halvard Donkel." You are presumably... He inclines his head towards Falrock. The so-called lost Donkhill that has returned to us. Take a seat. I feel like we have a lot to discuss.
2: I... Yes. That I believe we do. I uh, Take a seat closest to the desk and wait for... I see
3: him bow, Drop into my seat. Scoot scoot up so I'm next to Falrock.
2: <laughs> well, uh yeah there's been quite a lot go on with us i for one didn't know of the exile because i myself was on the run from agaton i guess it's been a number of years now um there were some aldraxans trying to capture people from agaton and sell them into slavery i Found that happening, took issue with it, killed the Eldroxens in, yeah. uh, well, a blaze to be, to be short about it, uh, and from there to make sure that there was no repercussions against Agaton in general, I fled. I've been at the Abbey of the Undersea, for, or Eversea, sorry, for quite a while, and only tried to return to Agaton when I heard that my grandfather had passed. Uh, from there. The lot of us were captured by uh, a shadowy organization. We all escaped. We worked our way to Agaton. And then once there, that's when we realized that more than half the clan was exiled. I've been on many journeys since then. We actually went to uh, the mountain home and tried to figure things out about why we were captured. Turns out we all have... uh, More magic than we should, I guess. And, uh, turns out that Steinar Silverforge is an enemy of people like us. We narrowly escaped with our lives, and we've been on the run ever since. I, Pretty much everywhere we go, we are outcast. And, for once, we'd like to have a place where we're not. And I thought, well, I, if we're exiled from the mountain home and its lands, then... Uh, family is as well I Must be in, in some good company If I come to Dangaia. Gaia
4: As Falrock is Telling this story I want to just do an insight check To kind of see his reaction To it all Okay, please do It's a total of 23 Ooh,
0: That's a pretty good insight check Leyland's up there with like a magnifying glass watching the the side of his eye twitch he's
3: got, he's got the um the setup from blade runner the uh, the, uh replicant test <laughs> <laughs>
0: void Kampf test yeah it's kind yeah.
3: of like the little bellows thing and he's like <laughs> clicking in and zooming on his pupil and going,
4: specifically when like the Colts was mentioned in steinar silver forge like any like even, like, the slightest twitch of an eye or something at those names.
3: <laughs> Conspicuous glance towards the silent alarm.
1: Hurtive <laughs> 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 movements over the teapot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there,
0: in fact, is no teapot. You have not been offered anything to eat or drink. Uh, good. good man. Good <laughs> man.
3: It would be rude to offer us something. (laughs) Honestly, at this point, it would. Instead,
4: there's just about a dozen dwarves that are about to, like, barge in. Drop it down from the ceiling. (laughs) You've been so busy watching the
0: Duke, you haven't been watching the door. You look up, and there are half a dozen dwarves sitting, like, uh, Mission Impossible to the ceiling, ready to drop (laughs) on you. (laughs) No. Um... You, as, as Falrock is telling his story, um, Halvar doesn't appear to be surprised by any of this information. Um, he sort of takes it in stride with like a kind of a knowing smile. Um, and Falrock, as you finish, he says... I appreciate your honesty. That lines up quite nicely with what we were able to uh, unearth in our own research of you when you arrived here. And he slides a sheaf of metal towards you, and Farrakh, you can read it as it is in Dwarvish, and it's basically a dossier on you, everything that um, the dwarves at Dying Gai have unearthed about you since you arrived, because... They work fast they're very
5: efficient
3: here yeah they're good i appreciate Hopefully. that that speaks very well to their candidacy <laughs> Is it
5: like does it like uh switch scenes to like me at the bar just drunk as hell talking about my best friend fall of the <laughs> <movie. laughs> uh, yeah there are several government officials there with little hammers <laughs> and chisels
3: uh yeah <laughs> no they're they're interviewing bees yeah
0: that's the um the dwarves that got the sapphires each one of them went with a tape recorder and sat down
3: with bees (laughs) one at a time yeah (laughs)
0: Um,
3: they're interviewing uh like forest creatures that are in the garden
0: half a dozen naked mole rats
3: the apple tree
4: (laughs) went went to the bay wild found some of ched Yes. and
0: whatnot
3: <laughs> everybody is willing to snitch on us um
0: he he smiles and says your compatriots are a little less informed about because they're not you know members of the uh mountain home they're not dwarves within the strictures of dwarven citizenship speaking of which he sh- shifts some of these metal sheets aside to reveal one uh in case you weren't aware, you have been formally exiled from the mountain home and all of the gem duchies.
3: Oh,
2: well, you know what? That doesn't really surprise me. uh,
0: He reaches a hand across the desk and says, welcome home.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I shake his hand and say, you know what? I'm really glad to be here. I love what you've done with the chains, by the way. That's just absolutely brilliant
0: yeah well grimnir's not gonna not gonna get his hands on Gaia, nor is he going to take any of my people out of their rightful homes nor is he going to usurp the onyx duchy any more than he already has childish
2: uh funny funny story about that actually um so, while before I was exiled, when I was back home in Agaton, um, I was set to be betrothed to the niece of the Agat Duchess. And because of said betrothal set up by the Duchess, the Duchess and her niece have been captured and now held prisoner in the mountain home. Just for knowing me. Um, is there anything i i'd like to do something to help them somehow I, any any ideas at all
0: he leans back and says so that's why they've been taken prisoner interesting
3: i hadn't made the connection well that and also the adamantine pope is a dick
2: He'd- well there is that Steinar's not the the best but yeah the the niece and i We, you know... We were children. And uh, young, love, etc. Classic
3: anime childhood friends.
2: Kind of fell apart when I, you know, self-exiled myself. Uh, But then when the Duchess saw that I, I was no longer a lowborn donkil and suddenly was of higher standing, she could get us hitched. And... Not, I'm honestly not sure about that. Seems kind of weird, but I she was the Duchess. She was in charge, so I went along with it. Um, and this is my, I my cue to point to everyone else in the party. I'm like, and they all went along with it too. Uh,
3: fingerprints. And
2: <laughs> yeah, I I'd really like to to save them if possible. Um, so at some point, I I am going to be leaving here to go. Rescue them, but if there's anything that you have on the mountain home on where they'd be kept, I'd be much obliged to to learn what i can
0: well that's an that's an interesting position that you find yourself in. He leans back and taps his fingers and he has he has several rings and they're all set with like different cuts of onyx because of course he does
3: mm-hmm.
0: and, um, and he He ponders this for a moment and says, I would absolutely love to spit in Grimnir's other eye by helping you break out the Duchess of Agate and her heir from where they're being held as political prisoners. But I also do not want the full might of the mountain home brought to bear on Diane Gaia.
2: Certainly. I don't want that either. To As be honest, I just it, to learn what I can would be enough. I'm not asking for, you know, support in that in other Mr. ways.
3: We would never. It sounds like what you need is a patsy.
4: You <laughs> <laughs> would never claim affiliation with with Dying Gaia either. So
0: that's true. You would be a very suitable vessel for enacting a little bit more revenge. Hmm. He pauses and considers again.
4: Well, there's also no love lost between us and the Mountain Home, so...
0: It's interesting that you accuse Steinar Silverforge of being less than a perfectly respectable member of, Dwarven, of the Dwarven aristocracy. Well,
3: in our defense, he did try to poison us. And Poisoned us and threw considered. us in a hole. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying I don't believe you, but
0: <laughs> he has to all appearances only ever seemed to be a very politically outspoken but loyal member of of the monarchy. So it's obvious that he has the king's ear.
3: Hmm. Probably also the king's brain. Some like brainwash puppet stuff. Wouldn't be surprised.
0: It would be an interesting connection to make. I'll have to do a little bit of research on that. So, uh, yes,
4: I kind of whisper. Like, should we tell him about our friend up there? Our the only friend up there? I don't no, no at... or no. Okay.
3: Mm.
0: I obviously can provide you with information, he says. We have, we have, you know, what maps as are allowed of the mountain home, things people have drawn from memory to improve upon them, um, as far as, you know, sort of publicly, publicly accessible spaces are. I don't know that we can give you detailed layout of the dungeons, per se, but... We do have agents placed throughout the mountain home, obviously. We hmm. could feasibly have them do a little digging and report back in a few days. He yeah, I, continues tapping his fingers. As much, information,
2: as much information as we can get would be best.
0: We can also give you
3: supplies. hmm, hmm. <laughs> if we um of particular use to me and would be uh if you have any examples of like official paperwork that we would be used in or around the prison i could start working on forgeries sooner rather than later that is you
2: realize that that forgeries would be in metal
3: oh ha. good one yeah good point shit <laughs> How's your dwarvish calligraphy? Well, not great, <laughs> but um, uh, Falrock and I can double team that one.
0: We can certainly
2: try, yeah.
3: That can probably be arranged. Hmm.
0: Is there anything else you can think of that would be of use to you? Um, well, says, says the dungeon master
3: card Ooh. numbers yeah um, i was
0: gonna say so... the dungeon master pointedly says to tarajax <laughs> <laughs> we
5: need a venue for this wedding when we get back
3: yeah. oh yeah, yeah man they're so teliferous? expensive these days we do we get on teleferous. we're having an at-home wedding i thought Deliferous. we agreed on that we With were going to make active like a volcano we like a volcano in the background yeah or... use the dude's courtyard to
5: like land our tree in it uh,
3: yeah i guess mm-hmm.
4: And with all the guests, we're going to need a bigger space than. That's true. Yeah,
3: we we might need to get like a reception hall
4: and whatnot. You know.
3: Yeah. Um,
2: Well, I there is one thing that I suppose we could offer in return. Um, The ship, the tree ship that we came on, uh, will not run without us us on board. Um, But should you have agents that you need sent elsewhere. Uh, we would gladly provide them transport.
3: That would be handy. How fast does it go? I quote him, exact airspeed. <laughs> he looks
0: at you blankly and says, how does uh, that compare
3: to a horse and cart? Right, it took yeah. us,
4: what, three or four days to get down here from um, Three days across the continent. Dragonglass the desert. desert yeah. so.
3: Three days across the continent, um, while being completely immune to scrying, uh protected from the elements uh we serve three meals a day, room and board, tinted windows, yeah <laughs> uh, great view um fresh produce, bee guards round the clock, yep
0: that he he gives a an appreciative whistle that does sound most <laughs> handy
1: it
2: certainly has been um again, the one failing is that. We're the only ones who run it, and currently, aside from a couple of our uh, non-combatant friends, the only one who live—the only ones who live on it—it uh, it has been nearly taken from us, but not without quite a fight. Um,
3: We're looking for crew.
2: We we would be looking for crew as well after this mission, I suppose. I again, I don't want to bring the ire of the mountain home onto Dangaya in any way, so. Plausible deniability for a time.
0: Hmm, that is something to consider, but I imagine it would not be difficult for me to create a strike force of dwarves without any real affiliation to Dying Gaia. We are not the only. The Clan Donkhill is not the only group here anymore. We have become something of a haven for exiles from the mountain home which are increasing in number at an alarming rate really the king is becoming ever more paranoid in his old age
3: mm. the church, it, I bet you, you a platinum it's the church what, what
2: church?
0: Well,
2: the organization that originally kidnapped us is known as the true church of the five That's what they call themselves. And we believe that. uh,
3: Some real spooky stuff going on aberrant science experiments and tieflings who turn invisible and shoot lasers. And uh, they do some crazy adamantine stuff. uh,
2: We believe that they're sponsoring Steinar. But we don't know for sure. Interesting. They seem to
4: have footholds in all nature,
3: literally everywhere. Yeah.
0: Hmm, thank you for bringing this to my attention, he says.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Including here!
0: Yeah, the chairs just unfold into cages. <laughs> <laughs> he pulls off his mask to reveal it was Steiner silver Silverforge the whole time!
3: <laughs>
0: Actually, if you're an adamantine golem, then you just, like, the face comes off, and there you are.
3: Yeah, you just pop mm. it
0: off. Um. No, he doesn't do that. He, he looks a little concerned. Um, and he is. He says, "I'll definitely have to do some investigation there."
2: Oh, uh, while we're on the topic of Steinar, uh, did you know that he is either wearing adamantine under everything, under regular clothes, without seeming like he's wearing it, or part of, parts of his body are made of adamantine?
0: No, this is rather outlandish and fantastical
2: (laughs) it it is yes I I thought so too but when I punched him and he didn't feel it I I began to question so
0: interesting I wonder if the king knows about that because that's certainly not an authorized use of adamantine
2: Hmm. certainly not
0: you're telling me all kinds of interesting things aren't you
2: so well, we've, uh, we've
0: had I, some
4: interesting experiences.
2: Very true. And there's no reason to be anything other than upfront.
0: And I appreciate that. Well, he says, I would be more than happy to lend you my assistance. I am bound a little bit by the vote of the council. Obviously, I can't just give away official, you know, sanctioned aid without getting their approval first. I am willing to send out runners and feelers and sort of gather information for you. Anything more substantial than that, they will likely require a... some sort of demonstration of prowess or service rendered to Dying before they... Approve anything. Although I will say that the council is generally in favor of sort of vexing the mountain home as much as possible right now. So Certainly. getting a vote in your favor shouldn't be too difficult. It
3: um, How often does the council meet?
0: Uh, they meet once a week.
3: Oh, that's not that bad.
0: No, we are nothing if not efficient. It be. Um
3: in the meantime while we're waiting for For this authorization um is there anyone we can talk to about some good old-fashioned you know mercenary work or is there anything that needs doing around here that a group of very magical strangers with a very magical tree might be able to resolve for you as a matter of fact between jobs he says
0: actually uh matthew what were you going to say
4: Like, would, is there, would it be okay for us, and is there a place where we could perhaps advertise if any uh, of your citizens would perhaps be interested in joining us on to live for us?
0: That, he says, would probably also need council approval, considering that you are strangers, not dwarves, and looking to sort of whisk some of the populace away. We can bring that up Cheers. at the council meeting as well. As for mercenary work, he says, I have just the thing in mind. Um, he rummages through some of his uh, metal sheets and turns one around and pushes it towards Falrock. He says, we've been having some trouble with elementals down sort of in the heart of the volcano. Hmm. We would appreciate those being taken care of, disposed of, made a non-issue. They're making it very difficult to get some of the more exotic ores mined and interfering with our high-heat forges.
2: Certainly. Oh, high-heat. I just remembered. Uh, We have some very, well, very ancient... uh, essentially half specifications to make uh, gauntlets imbued with fire magic Uh, where would be the best place to give those because I feel I had a pair that are currently being uh, worked on uh, but I feel like having more dwarves with more pairs would be good
0: (laughs) and that's when
3: Zach turned Dying Gaia into the fire nation (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we could. Love, I'd love to sell those blueprints to like the artisans or something.
2: Yeah, if Wait, would that be the magic or the artisans or?
3: He
0: taps a finger and says, "If it's if they're magical in nature, then you'll want to give them to the
3: Enchanters Guild."
2: Okay, They
3: are also military in nature, so I didn't know if that was going to be like a security thing or not.
0: Oh, I'm sure the council will have words with them as regards their development, production, and distribution.
4: Great. Out of our hands.
0: Yeah, that's not something you need concern yourselves with. All right.
2: All right. Uh, Yeah, give us uh, directions to where we need to go down deeper, and uh, we'll see what we can do about these elementals.
0: He does give you directions, and then... Reaches out a hand to shake each each of yours.
3: Aww. Yep. I feel so included. Who? Oh. <laughs> when? I when what in order here. does he
5: uh, shake our hand?
0: Falrock it's... and Terajux are closest, and then Laylin with his white machine, and then <laughs> Chad and Desmond.
4: Yeah, uh, I definitely want to make sure I shake before Desmond. So. <laughs> <Like> home. At <laughs> <I went>
3: home. <laughs> well. We will get this done
2: for you. It has been an absolute pleasure to meet you, yeah, my Duke.
0: This has been very productive. I think that we're going to have quite a profitable partnership here.
3: Question before we go, or is there someone I can talk to more about this elemental problem and get, like, a? do you have, like, maps of down there, or do they know, like, what kind of elementals it are? Or just is there anywhere we can go get a little more information before we ourselves into the unknown. You'll want to speak to the foreman of the deep forges before Perfect. heading down
0: there. I would also recommend picking up some heat-resistant equipment before you go.
3: I was going to suggest the party acquire amulets of fire resistance. <laughs> yeah. Alright.
0: also want my crossbow back first.
3: Yeah, yeah. We're True. We're going to do all kinds of preparation. The co-
4: fall rockwood <laughs> one is, is... Yes, Desmond. Where's,
5: where's where's my hammer? <laughs> I'm getting it. You know, it's being worked upgraded on. Upgraded as a wedding present for right, you. Right, but you never said us. where it is. In secret.
4: <laughs> Just Desmond's way of saying he might not remember.
5: <laughs> getting your hammer polished, but not that. Not like that, because oh, you know, a cleric. I don't do that.
3: Yeah, that's for the bachelor party. <laughs> Calvert
0: says the council meets in four days. So I would recommend taking care of things
3: before then. Otherwise you'll yeah, have to wait a little bit. Okay. Uh, Certainly. thank you for your All time.
2: Right. Yes, thank you.
3: Double finger pistols, wink and a juxian bow, and we're out. Wow. Yeah. So formal. No, I, it's it's nice here. I feel at home. I feel welcomed. Splendid. Uh yeah, so we huddle up on our way to the Deep Forge. Um, uh, If we could all get, like, amulets of fire resistance, I think that would be a good starting point. Um, I assume they're fire elementals, but at this point, who knows. Um, I don't suppose that the brazier of commanding fire elementals is on sale at a store You
0: You would be correct in assuming that it is not.
3: (laughs) Well, worth a shot. Um... I'm just thinking if there's anything else we can get that's better than just resistance, you know? Like, oh, the the first time each day you're hit with fire, you uh, ascend to godhood instead.
0: I, you know, they don't Um, sell anything
3: like that here. (laughs) So, uh, I assume we're given directions or Falrock can lead us to the Deep Forge Master Foreman guy. The Deep Mines Foreman.
0: He is currently at the um, not the deep mines the deep forges deep forges oh he, yeah no that makes sense he is currently um, lodged at the metalworking guild hall
3: okay uh, we go there
0: yeah let's go see him all right you head over to the metalworking guild hall which is a fairly plain sort of building. It doesn't have a whole lot of ornamentation. Um, sort of... It, you get the feeling that it's not really used for much other than like, official guild business. Mm. Um, there's a, a tired-looking dwarf who is attempting to straighten bent nails with a hammer uh, sitting behind the front desk. And...
5: Oh!
2: uh we're looking for the foreman of the deep mines. Where there's some issues with elementals and we'd like a little bit more information because we're we'd like to try and solve that issue
0: mm, you'll want to head upstairs i think he's napping though so
2: okay uh well uh can we leave a message for him would that be all right i don't want to interrupt his nap rather rude.
0: Nah, just go on up. It's not like he's got anything better to do right now.
2: Well, alright then. <laughs> alright. Okay. Uh, we go upstairs and look around for <laughs> closed doors behind which there is a napping dwarf.
0: So, you go up up the stairs and there is a um, it's like a break room. Little table. Uh, a sink a mini-fridge, um, some couches, <laughs> and there is a dwarf who is passed out on one of the couches, um, who doesn't have any eyebrows, um, sort of soot-blackened expression on his face. This is probably who you're looking for.
2: Uh, I walk over and clear my throat respectfully but loudly.
0: I <laughs> don't make a just roll a d20 for me let's roll some okay. dice
3: a <laughs> okay. rump
2: check a rump check
3: yeah i if that, that is thing, a 19 okay, a <laughs>
0: oh nice uh he snorts and sort of jerks awake and and sits up and he says ah! <laughs> yes hello what who's hello
2: it? hi uh, oh. I'm Falrock Donkill, and these are my compatriots. Uh, we'd like to help solve the issue of the elementals down in the deep mines.
0: Oh, yes. Terrible business. Haven't been able to work in almost a week. We've got orders piling up, and all of the most important alloys are not being produced right now because you need the high heat. And it's just its a terrible mess. We've lost three dwarves already. It's.
2: Oh, goodness.
3: Well you're well, not yes your problems are at an end like uh, but twin, we're going to need or... some stuff from you first uh like maps and information oh. uh mostly the maps maps right he pulls out uh a
0: piece of paper why he has paper you're not sure like of all people <laughs> to have paper on him this is not the person this is not the dwarf you'd yeah. yeah. expect to have it <clears throat> yeah it's special paper and he, he runs a finger through his beard and starts drawing with the soot on the paper, <laughs> um, producing like a child's cartoon-ish sort of sketch of the deep forges, which essentially he draws a big circle and he draws a couple of squares and he says, these are, these are the forges. And then he draws uh, another circle Next to it, and put some wavy lines on it. He says, This is the caldera. And then he draws a little skull on it and says, The elementals are coming out of here.
3: Uh, out of the caldera itself, like the bottom? Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, and these are fire elementals, Hmm. it sounds like. Lava. Lava. So, so like, so like dual typing.
1: Okay. Um,. And are we Any... correct in assuming that when you say you've lost three dwarves, that they didn't just quit in frustration, but that they died? Yes, they were killed. Okay.
3: All right. Um, so uh, let's okay, let's think this over. Then we will need fire resistant stuff. Um, We'll need some way to get down into the caldera, it sounds like, if there's some kind of rift or device or something down there creating them. Um, I can handle most of that, but... Uh... Have you seen
1: the elementals?
3: I have. They're
0: terrible, awful things. They looked like torsos made of lava climbing up and pulling themselves around by their arms and flowing and burning things and just awful. How you... big are they? Oh size of two, three
3: dwarves together Okay mm. um, Is there anywhere in town we could do a little bit of reading up or research on lava elementals? It's not something we've fought before Could try the public
0: library all right um, libraries make learning
3: fun you know it's yeah I, i've heard it's not hard um i unless he has like a key that we need to get into the lower levels or anything um i take the map i take a t-snap of it just in case it ignites while we're down there and um i think him first time and i say don't you worry we will have your uh, fire elemental problem cleared up in a couple days, tops. Lava elementals, he says. We'll, we'll deal with it.
1: I wonder. I wonder how hot Memno fluid can get before it starts.
3: I was just thinking. <laughs> <that>. Yeah. <laughs> you know what else? What other thought I had is. Once it vaporizes, can I vape it like the Gnomish? Crowd? Oh no, no. <laughs> oh, no. And then become one with its memories. experience all the memories that it has acquired, including the hatchling scale. <laughs> oh boy.
0: These are these uh, are yeah, things that you wanna you wanna consider.
3: That'll be fun. So okay. Um I do want to stop by the library briefly and ask if they have any books on specifically lava elementals or just elementals in general. I'm I'm looking for elemental weaknesses because I can never remember if element if fire and lava elementals are weak to cold or immune to it because it's like it could go either way. Yes. Like you you could make that argument in either direction. So yeah,
1: it's either so hot that the you know, the temperature, the cold temperature doesn't matter or
3: or it freezes them solid. Yeah. Um if I have to roll for that, I would love assistance from somebody because it's probably intelligence based to research it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, I'm not going to be too try. much help.
2: I mean, I, mean I, me. I speak Dwarvish, so it's the, the Dwarven oh, yeah. library. So. I guess. Yeah.
3: I probably do need somebody who speaks uh, Dwarvish because I do not. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, what kind of roll am I making here?
0: Um, Just a straight intelligence check. Okay.
3: That's uh 12.
5: Natural 20.
0: Oh. All right. So you go to the the dwarven public library. It is, you know, how they used to at like Target. Maybe they still do. It's been a while. Target or other similar stores, those poster stands where they have like the big flip book of the posters that you flip through and then like the posters Mm. in a little tray underneath. Yes. Yeah. The Dwarven Public Library is like that, where all of the knowledge is contained in large metal sheets that are sort of poster flip-booked on the walls. Oh, okay. So you, okay. you go in and you have to like flip through the, the metal sheets to get to where you want to, and then you read. So obviously you, you don't take books out of this library.
3: Yeah. Right. Um, hmm. Okay.
0: And so Terajax starts at one end, Falrock starts at the other end. Falrock finds the section on elementals, like, within two minutes of reading.
3: And I say, thank goodness, because I can't read any of these. <laughs> You're just looking for pictures. <laughs> yeah, I'm just looking for the word elemental, and it's not here, and I'm going, ah! Uh. <laughs> right. Yeah. Read me a story,
0: Falrock. So... Uh, what you learn, Falrock is that the lava elementals are not terribly well studied. They okay. are um, they're fairly rare, what with you know volcanoes not being a very common occurrence. Um, right. The only really known studies of them are from people who have traveled to the elemental plane of fire and visited the city of brass. Ooh. Oh um, Okay. they are generally susceptible to water and cold. Um okay. Sounds obviously... like a job for
4: fire volunteer fire marshal Desmond Brineswell.
3: <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs> um Yeah, I have some other stuff that we could probably prep. They are
0: obviously very hot. They have been known to damage um Damage non magical items that come in contact with them, like obviously wood stuff just bursts into flames, but they are they are so hot that things made of metal or stone tend to degrade as well. yikes, um obviously, magical equipment is less in trouble here,
1: yeah, what about magically enchanted wood?
0: magic items are typically fine okay this is this is a common side effect of being enchanted is you can't just set it on fire anymore um okay and
3: that covers what i needed to know yeah
0: there isn't uh, beyond that there isn't a whole lot of like detailed tactical information that you could glean from this because nobody's ever really fallen
1: Okay. She's getting like really weird uh, flashbacks to, or, or maybe it's like the Mandela effect, um, where he's remembering things that maybe didn't happen outside the tree ship when we were attacked and invaded by Aldrax, and bursting into flames and losing all of his feathers and you know anybody, <laughs> anybody else affected by that weird Nelson Mandela? Memory from another universe or time or... No, I don't think or... about her
3: any... I, I don't think about her all the time at all.
1: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> okay. I mean, it was a pretty great day, and I got my beard back, and then it wasn't <laughs> such a great day, and eventually I got my beard back, so...
1: Okay, so I'm not the only one who remembers it. No, you're not. Okay. Just checking. Huh? Just checking. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm a little hesitant to go down,
0: but... You don't want to lose your feathers oh, again and be turned into a glitter chicken.
3: Well, so um, let's
2: let's get let me get a copy of the uh, chicken, the gauntlet blueprints that we have. Uh-huh. Yeah, and take that to the enchanters because they'll be the ones selling fire resistant gear anyways, um, and, and see if some, we can just uh, make a trade.
3: Yeah, I have some other equipment that I want to pick up because I'm thinking um, if amulets of fire resistance are too expensive, we could also use potions. I know we don't do that very often, but mm-hmm. um, a potion of fire resistance lasts an hour, which is a pretty good amount of time. Once, like, if we drink them the first time we see an elemental and just go hard, I think we could probably get away with one or two potions.
5: Am I protected via the laden frost effect since I have like just residual <laughs> water on my skin the entire time?
3: I hope so. There's only one way to find out. <laughs> Oh oh no! Um, (laughs) Okay, I think I I think just potions are going to be cheaper. We could probably cost effective. Cost effective, yeah. Um, we could get amulets for everybody. I just think it's going to be pretty pricey to do so. Because I also want to get something like a wand of winter or like a wand of cone of cold or some. I can cast.
1: Like, if, if we wait a day, I can prepare oh, yeah, we're, ice we're gonna Storm. i are going
3: to wait a day because Laylin doesn't have his crossbow.
1: Okay. Great.
2: Right. We've got to get
4: that. I by. want Laylin
3: to have, like, frost I'm going to get. I, I want some up.
4: ice. I want some ice arrows.
3: Okay. We'll see if the dwarves even know how to do that, but um, it's, true. it's true. worth looking into. Because I do not want to be immolated. It's not high on the list. <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> low on my list, actually. The, the problem here is that uh, I only have two uses of Cone of Cold, and then I'm on Frostbite, and those are my only cold spells. So I would really like a wand of some kind to bolster my uh, elemental roster. And I'm, I'll am i buy that with my own money. I just I want to make sure everyone's on the same page-ish. So uh, yeah, let's uh, grab the blueprints and go to the enchanters.
2: Yeah, and while I'm on the tree ship, I'm gonna go ahead and we have a one point of energy we're not using right now.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I'm gonna go ahead and put that in the upgrade forge, so it's plus two speed instead of plus one speed.
0: Yeah. Okay. Desmond, you get a. You have to approve this. <laughs> Farok doesn't have admin I, access.
5: They get a little notification. It goes ding. Yeah. I'll sit there, and I lean back in my chair, and I think about it. Uh, yes, but only for this application. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh-huh.
0: All right. All right. That's All right, done. Cool. You uh, the enchanters. You take things over to the Enchanters Guild, and uh, upon entry, the dwarf there goes, Oh, sir, I'm afraid your order isn't quite ready yet,
5: to Desmond and i just put my pockets or hands in my pockets and i start whistling and <laughs>
3: ah, okay uh, uh. righto we're not we're here for another purpose yes
2: we have some blueprints to uh, uh gauntlets of fire uh very very old blueprints um and our one pair of gauntlets is currently being worked on on our ship at the moment uh but we were hoping to give these to the guild, and make some sort of exchange. We're going to try and deal with the elemental problem down in the deep mines, so we're in need of some fire-resistant gear as well.
0: Uh, That sounds like something you'd have to talk to the the guildmaster about.
2: Alright. If there's a time available, we'd love to have a meeting.
0: He picks up a speaking stone on his desk and um, says... Guildmaster, are you available for visitors, potential customers? They say they have a, a schema they would like to sell. And the speaking stone crackles and says, Yes, send them up. I am I am immediate immediately available for this.
3: Neat. Cool. And up we go. Up
5: you go. Way we go. I linger for a second because I go, Hey, um and I toss like fifty gold in his hand. Um, I understand that lots of these enchantments require, um, words of power or, or like phrases in order to activate. And I need, I need, um, Balruk's hammer to be this phrase to activate the fire. And okay. I whisper oh, no. it to him in his ear.
0: Okay. Oh, no. We'll leave that as a mystery for when it's, uh, presented <laughs> then. He says, I think we can, I think we can arrange that, sir. I'll add a note to the file.
2: I'm going to have to just buy a whole new hammer.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um,
2: He's going to have to buy a whole new hammer.
0: And the rest of you are brought upstairs to the office of Kuzat Ironfist, who is um, looking through a series of magnifying lenses at a very small, um, like, dime-sized piece of metal onto which he is currently inscribing runes. And he looks up and says, I believe uh, the secretary said you had a schema you wish to discuss?
2: Yes. Uh, in our travels, we found uh, a schema for uh, gauntlets of fire. Um, unfortunately, the gauntlets that we have to demonstrate are currently being worked on, uh, but I do have the blueprints. Uh, they are very very old and so these are copies of them rather than the originals but uh we're hoping to sell these for your use uh and also to purchase some uh fire resistant gear we're looking to go down and solve the elemental problem in the deep mines
0: may i see the blueprints
2: certainly and i hand them over
0: he unfurls them and examines them for a couple of moments um he is very excited by these. He, like... You hear him start muttering to himself from behind them, and then he start is... starts
3: hyperventilating. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're very elegant. Very elegant. My goodness. It would have taken us ages to come across something like this. And nobody's even working on fire gauntlets. Hmm. Yes. Uh... He puts it down and looks up to you says, so I w- will happily buy these from you on behalf of the guild. Um... What were you hoping to get for them?
2: Uh, Well, none of us are particularly fire resistant. So yes, either uh, amulets or if amulets are unavailable, uh, potions uh, to resist fire so that we can go and do the work.
0: I think five amulets of fire resistance would be a perfectly fair trade for these.
3: Hell yes. Excellent. Oh, that's fantastic. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, cool.
0: Uh, He holds his hand out to Falrog.
2: And I shake the hand. Excellent. Pleasure doing business
0: with you. Delightful. He writes you a little receipt and says, Take this down to the Quartermaster, and she will see you fixed right up.
2: Excellent. We take the receipt to the Quartermaster.
0: The Quartermaster... Quartermistress?
2: Quartermistress? Yeah.
0: Um examines the receipt and produces five uh, amulets of worked silver with a large ruby set into the center yes. and hands them noise.
2: Oh yeah. I
3: don't know if it's, it's ever awesome.
0: been this
4: easy for us to do a simple this thing, like... is great.
3: it's great. <laughs> yeah, it it's like we're home when you're here, you're family <laughs> literally
2: for me. So
3: yeah. yeah. And okay. all right. Yeah. Uh, other thing I want to do is see what the price is for a Wand of Frost. Or if they have any... I, I'm not that picky. If they have any kind of wand or stave of cold-adjacent magics. Turns out the Wand of
0: Cold-Adjacent Magics is one of their best <laughs> sellers. <laughs> Fantastic. No, that would be um, very silly. Um, you could You could get a Wand of Winter. It's going to cost you... Like seven thousand five hundred gold to buy. Done. Okay. So you uh, you do acquire a wand of winter, fresh off the shelf. Ooh, minty. Yes, quite literally. Um, the cool, refreshing taste of ice.
3: <laughs> so I uh, I take this wand and I take my other wand and I twirl them and I stick them into two holsters and I go, ocelots are proud creatures. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my God. i will say that the wand of winter requires attunement yeah yeah i'm i'm attuning right now okay and i think that's probably where we're going to stop for tonight so sounds good this has been another exciting episode of the alchemist club i did promise that the plot would advance and the plot has <laughs> advanced um i've been joe your host and dungeon master if you wish to get in touch with us, you can do so at thealchemistclub 88 at gmail.com or thealchemistsclub88 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, patches or otherwise. Um, you can find us on just about any podcast streaming platform you care to think of. Uh, Matthew, what are our socials? You
4: can find us at the Alchemist underscore club on Twitter and at thealchemistsclub on TikTok.
0: Excellent. Uh, our intrepid adventurers today were...
1: Daniel, playing Chetfleet. Al playing Desmond.
2: I'm Zach, and I play Thorak, Matt, and I play Leland,
3: Waffle, playing Tarajax. Thanks for joining us. Whoosh.